What are you doing, Brony? Pressing record. Why? I thought we might make a podcast. A podcast? We used to have one of those. I know, I think it's time for a revival, don't you? It has been a little while. Tell you what, though. Sweet. This is TC Pod, the Taste Cheshire Podcast. Yep, we're back. Spicy. Why don't we talk a little bit about what we've been doing since the last podcast? Been pretty busy. We have been very busy. I mean, obviously, there was a little hiccup in the world known as COVID-19. Yeah, that wasn't fun. No. So, in the meantime, we had to put on a food and drink festival. That was fun. That was fun. And then we got on another one. <laughs> that, that was equally fun. Um, but it's, been a bit, it's been a while, but it's been a hell of a year so far. Like, can you believe it's nearly June? No, I can't believe that at all. I'm like, it's fresh. It's the beginning of the year. It, it's 24 weeks till Christmas. Don't like say things like that. Let's focus more on right now. So right now is a pretty big week in this country. The Queen herself is celebrating, so I feel like we should celebrate. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna grab this. Okay. What is it? Uh, well, listen to this noise. <gasps> what a noise! What a noise! That's the pop of a bottle of Salford rum. Original Salford rum. Yes, the white one, the spiced rum. Now, isn't this a gorgeous bottle, Bryony? It's my favourite bottle. I, um, I'm not pretending I've ever drunk it before, but I do happen to have three of these bottles in my living room <laughs> with pretend flowers in, because I can't keep real flowers alive. But they are like a vase, aren't they? Once you, I mean, because it's, it's a ceramic bottle, it's beautiful. Those of you who haven't seen it before, it is a white ceramic bottle, and it's got a beautiful drawing on it in black, which is actually a doodle map of Salford. Yeah, Dave draws. Yeah, so it's quite cool. So if you know Salford at all, you can spot some little high points. I mean, I don't know how excited I get about the gas works, but Ward's Park is on there, the docks, and obviously the dirty old town as well. Salford Rum Company is actually based at Salford Docks. Did you know that? I did actually. Of course you did, because you like this rum. A little bit too much. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, have you have you met James and Tommy who started it? I haven't actually. They're really fun guys. They also work with a quite a nice guy called Simon who I've met him. Yeah, um, I'm also related to him, but nepotism is fine in this office. So James and Tommy were actually inspired by gin makers, did you know that? No, but so am I, so I can see where they got that from. But also, what does this bottle remind you of? Does it remind you of forest gin at all? A little bit, with the hand-painted bottle yeah, and the attention to detail. So James and Tommy saw the explosion in the luxury gin market and thought, we should do that, but we like rum more, so we're going to do rum instead. So they are actually inspired by forest gin, which is a similar kind of style of bottle, the ceramic, the picture on the bottle. It's, um, it's like you said, it could be used as a vase. It's that I pretty. mean, variety is the spice oh, nice. of life. Very so. nice. Very nice. <laughs> so it is a spice rum. We'll go into spices then. So let's have a little smell. What colour is it? It's gorgeous goldeny amber colour. Oh, I get quite a lot of orange actually. I get cloves. Do you? I feel like it smells different every time. And maybe it's every bottle. Maybe every bottle's a little bit different. <laughs> maybe. Well, they are. It is a proper handcrafted, hand bowled, small batch. You know, it's it's made in a copper column. It is, a, you know, a real artisan product, and it is made, you know, less than fifty miles from here. Oh, it's so sweet. It is sweet. There's some maple in there, isn't there? I always think it, it has that slightly Christmassy smell, like the the orange and the steeped fruit type thing. Yeah. I'm going to drink it though because I've got a croaky throat, so that's my excuse. 
It's not many rums that you could sip neat. No, um, and you could just put ice in that and, and just enjoy that thoroughly because beautiful. Got a lovely nutmeg, a little bit of ginger. I know you like the ginger. Not just because you are ginger, but also because you like the flavour. <laughs> I don't know if it's a like, I think it's more of an obsession. But fair, fair. I'm also a big fan of cinnamon and I can definitely get a cinnamon note in there. Yeah, it almost tastes like biscuits. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, I get that. And a little bit of vanilla as well. Nice sweet flavour. Well, I'm going to make you try it with my favourite drink. Oh no! <laughs> You're going to make me drink vanilla Coke. It's the best! Okay, well, let me argue first for the ginger side of things, because I thought that's where you were going to lean. So, okay. shall we try it mixed with some ginger? Let's. Okay. In the meantime, I'm going to make a little joke for you. Are you ready for this? What do you get if you mix a cocktail with sulphur rum? Happiness. <laughs> a dockery. No, sucks. <laughs> I love that was Little dad joke for you there. So, a little bit of ginger in here. You could use a ginger beer, a ginger tonic. There's a, a decent ginger yeah. tonic. Double Dutch, I think, do a ginger tonic. Yeah. And then we've gone for a ginger ale. Yeah. It's cleaner. Yeah. And also, like, I love a ginger beer, but it's usually a bit too fiery that sometimes it overwhelms, a, like, a rum, a gin. It's all right for your um, lower-end scale spirits. Sure. But when it's nice like this, you want to taste it. Sure, absolutely. And that is gorgeous. That's, it softens it out. Yeah, nice for the garden. Apparently, mm. all that is in my head at the moment is having a drink in the garden. So, <laughs> I suppose it is about to be that time of year, isn't it? Really, with the with the old garden part street parties this week as yeah, well. Yeah, very on brand. I'm sure, Absolutely, I'm sure he loves a, a Josh of rum. Well, I heard that she's a gin fan, but you know, as we know, the Salford boys started with gin and came on to rum. So maybe the Queen herself is on the rums these days. Quite a lot of events going on this week with Jubilee. Have you got anything planned for the Jubilee weekend? I'm thinking garden party. Fair. And there are a lot of street parties happening. There are. Um, but if you were wanting to go out, there are a couple of options. So, the Pheasant Inn, gorgeous pub, are doing a whole range of Jubilee specials, including... Cherry's Jubilee, which sounds amazing. Um, and if you like things that are a bit fancy, you could also go for a Platinum Jubilee afternoon tea at Palm Court. Nice. Yeah, so um, they are quite famous for doing a beautiful afternoon tea, so I would love to see how they step up their game for a royal one. Well, their service is incredible, so maybe it's just the service inspired by the Queen. Oh, maybe, so that you feel like a Queen while you eat it, rather than I the I hope it comes with the crown. But you might want to stay in, so fair enough. You can have a garden party. Have you considered maybe barbecuing like a queen? Oh, so Hickory's at home are offering a God save the barbecuing, which is a mouthful when you say it out loud, but looks better on the page. So you can get their barbecue box, special barbecue box, delivered to your house. So you can, instead of cucumber sandwiches, you can go for full on ribs wings well we were saying barbecue with me and my friend so i might just up a notch and throw in some hickories at home because i don't know one of the days in the boring burger and sausage barbecue like i think we're gonna up, up definitely upgrade that yeah 100 percent. it's nice to include some local products as well you know you could try a cheshire chutney on your sausages or something yeah. like that little nod to those sorts of 
maybe some scones. Maybe some I mean, that's not really scones. barbecue, but like it's a jubilee. It is a jubilee. We so need pudding. You do always need pudding. And obviously there's the Jubilee pudding that's the famous one, isn't there? This lemon and amaretti trifle, have you seen? This is the oh. official Jubilee pudding. Now, you could make this yourself. I am reliably informed by my friend from Delicious magazine that it is a bit of a faff oh. because there's quite a lot of stages to it. But you could skip a faffy stage by using Mrs. Darlington's legendary lemon curd instead of oh. making your own. That stuff's amazing. Yes, and she's got some special Jubilee specials on. Special, there's a lot of specials in one oh. sentence. Um, she's doing special jars for the Jubilee. The legendary lemon curd, stately strawberry jam, and regal raspberry. All of which, when you purchase them, they make a donation to Christie's Hospital. Beautiful. So, taste good, feel good. I wonder what dessert you could put lemon curd and raspberry jam in. Oh, I don't know, but I feel like it's worth a go, anything. I mean, even Pavlova. if Pavlova is a good one. That is a dessert fit for a queen. What's it just, maybe some form of, like, a Swiss roll type idea, but with lemon curd and raspberry instead? So you're way better baking than I am. I'll probably just end up with a spoon and a jar. <laughs> well, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> I'm not sure that rum and lemon curd is a combo, though. The passion fruit curd might be. It might be. Yeah, that could be a good one. And if we're looking for a drinks combo, Three Wrens Gin, I've just brought out a brand new citrus version. The bottle is impressive. Amazing. It almost that glows. That needs to go on my bar. Yeah, it's like a, literally a summer bottle. And they're saying that the taste is summer in the bottle. So we are going to hopefully try that next time we sit down for a drink. I think we're going to have to partake. Yeah, definitely. So you're going to stay at home, have a barbecue, have some scones, maybe a trifle. Maybe a, maybe a pavlova. But I'm more of a party girl. I like to go out. So I'm going to do a little bit of a combo and try one of the many street parties that are happening at the moment. So I'm looking at going into Hambridge. There's a street party happening in Hambridge, and that's associated with the ship in at Hambridge. Nice. They do a lot of good British classic food. That team's going to look after you as well. Yeah. Use, it's going to be a nice day. It's supposed to be a nice weekend. Exactly. Touch wood. Touch wood. And also, just up the road from the ship is Ernest Edge Butchers, and so you can get some of those sausage and burgers that you need for your barbecue while you're there. True. And they are spot on. Or, if you're not local to Hanbridge, Tarpley, Little Tap, we love the Little Tap in Tarpley, great little venue, they are bringing back their Little Tap on tour in order to have a street party in Tarpley. Amazing! So, you can have a good time in the street and have some yummy food at the same time. No, Little Tap have their own gin as well. There seems to be gin everywhere at the moment, so... I'm not complaining. I love mm-hmm. gin. I know, but... Right, today's a rum day, though. Yeah, but this is the best bit about, like, quality spirits. <laughs> spirits. Like, you can jump between rum and gin, like, venue to venue. Yeah, it's nice to, to do something that fits with whichever venue that you're in. And Salford Rum are opening their own distillery, I hear. Ooh. Yeah, so you'll be able to go and do distillery tours and tastings... Um, it's going to be in the dirty old town part of Salford, so well, I think it definitely sounds like a visit. But in the meantime, while they're still building that, they're also doing a map where you can um, tr- do almost like a rum trail around Greater Manchester. Amazing. I know. So obviously dipping into our very beloved Cheshire and, and trying all the different places where they have got Salford rum, and then you can experience rum in different venues. It is a rum, though, that's... Sort of appearing in lots of different places. Mm. I've been at a few venues recently and scouring the rum shelf as you do, mm. and it keeps appearing in oh, yeah. both bottles, not just 
Like, you, there's always the signature flavour, isn't there? Yeah, we're absolutely. I'm saying both the black one and the white one. So, yeah, over. so they do have... This is the light spiced rum, as they call it, in the white in the white bottle, or off-white, I suppose. Then they also have the dark rum, which is in a black bottle with white writing on it. It's a similar map, yeah? yeah. But that's quite... That's much darker and much much more treacly. I think it reminds me a bit of Kraken. Yeah, very molasses. Yeah. So it's a lot darker. And then... But I'd, not as much clove, not as much bite. A bit more, like fruit cakey mm-hmm. rather than christmas yeah agreed and then new during lockdown which was a treat for me um sulfur honey rum it which is, is good it's something special i mean every time they bring out and they bring it some out it sells out like you wouldn't believe the only problem i have with it is it's a little bit thick for me it's whilst it's still got the power of a stronger mm. alcohol it's a bit more like a liqueur in texture it is but it is a full strength rum it's not a liqueur but so you have to drink it with ice you, no, yes but. as a rum i'm newish to rum mm. your fault yeah thanks um i like to i like to lengthen the drink i like to add mixer i like to have fun with what mixes i try yeah whereas with the honey rum it just is straight up delicious but it's a straight up drink okay well I can agree with you. I understand that is a little because of the honey. It is that bit sweeter. You don't necessarily want to mess with the flavour, but there are a series of um, cocktails on their website that you could have a look at. Ooh, because I feel like it could be a fun element in a cocktail. And I also appreciate that they use a local honey in it as well. I think that's really important. It's giving me vibes of the one we had at Bar Lounge a couple of weeks ago. Oh, the bee pollen one. That yes. was so good. That was really lovely. So, yeah, you, I mean, it's been National Day of the Bee this week as well. I mean, this week just gone rather than this week coming. And it's really, really important because bees are so vital to our agriculture. And when you order a bottle of honey rum from Salford, you get a little packet of seeds. So that you, Yeah, it's really cute. So you get a packet of seeds so you can plant them so they grow wildflowers, which is going to help the bees, which is lovely. So it is a nice, you know, sustainable product as well. I just love the bronzy colour on the bottle. Oh, it's so beautiful. Like, it's such a beautiful gift. Yeah. Because all of the Salford ones are, because they're such nice bottles. Mm. But the honey rum really looks like something special. It's unusual as well. So I've come across honey rum before, as you know, I am a rum drinker. But I've come across it before in the Canary Islands. But I've never been able to find it here where it wasn't a liqueur. Yeah. So Salford honey is something something else. I do enjoy watching people taste it because mm. as many times as you can tell somebody that this is a full sprint rum mm. because it's it's thicker and you can see that in the glass. They always go, ooh, and they don't expect the power to be behind it on a rum because yeah. they're just expecting a liqueur, which so, is always fun. So we should probably be honest. We are sat in the office drinking rum. However, where have you tasted this before? Because you've just mentioned that you've seen people taste it. So I've tried it at the Midland Hotel in Manchester mm-hmm. on both the Christmas market and our Taste Chester Farmers Market. Fabulous. Both of which take place outside Chester Town Hall. And there is one coming up, isn't there? There is on the 11th of June. So there's lots of activities um, going around the city centre at the moment. So we have moved our date from the usual third Saturday to take place on the 11th. Um, but we've got all of our regular traders and we're really excited to be back 
lots of exciting things, including dipple tipples. So you may be able to try a little bit of sulphur there. Yes, because she loves she loves sulphur. She also sometimes stocks the forest as well, so you could try a little bit of gin as well as rum, as well as all sorts of other things. It's like a sweet shop for grown-ups. It really store. is. And there's so many local different brands. Mm. Like, I used to consider myself a gin connoisseur, but she finds brands, even local brands, that I have never heard of. That's brilliant though, isn't it? It's lovely to see small producers getting a wider platform. And I guess that's why we do the markets that we do. And, you know, as a rum fan, I'm very grateful. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. Do you know who has a really good rum selection? The suburbs in Hall? Does not surprise me in the slightest. I know, upstairs, Kingdom has like a little bar area, which I've always kind of thought of as his private collection more than a bar. I think he likes to think of it that way. Well, I think he does, but then he did say to me the other day that he's reopening it in order to cocktail masterclasses up there. Ooh. I thought that would be really fun, and given the selection on that bar, insanely good. That'd be a fun date night as well up there. Yeah, and also there's a street party in Hall, so you could go and join the street party on Faulkner Street, so nice. obviously the suburbs will be involved, the Faulkner Pub, which is a wonderful pub, and obviously there are lots of other venues in Hall that you can visit while you're there. So yeah, so there's so much going on. All the time. Yeah. There are loads of other markets as well this weekend. I can imagine. So first weekend of the month is always... Road Hall. Road Hall Farms Market, absolutely amazing. Um, they're doing a Jubilee special. Ooh. So what is my favourite thing? It is cake. And they're having a cake competition. <laughs> and you can bake your own cake and take it along to the market and enter it in the competition. They're going to have the Road Hall Silver Band playing very, probably very patriotic tunes. I feel like the National Anthem and Nord Lang Syne and all sorts of will be played. And they're having a dog show. <gasps> Bryony, you love a dog show. Have you heard what's happening in Altrincham at the moment, by the way? No, what's happening in Altrincham? A friend of mine, who I'm very happy to call my friend, has come up with this genius idea. So, you know how um, Liverpool has had the ducks, we've had um, elephants, and then Chester has the rhinos. Oh, yeah. They're all hand-painted. Altrincham, for the Mm -hmm. Jubilee, have done 50 corgis. What? And then hand-painted. That's amazing. It's amazing. They were on the news the other day, and I couldn't believe it that this was something I hadn't, I didn't know of, mm. and then saw it on the news. That's like, so cool. That doesn't happen these days with positive news. No, I do like positive news. But yeah, corgis. That's so there. cute. And they're amazing. Like, they look fabulous. That's so cute. I must find out about this, and I will put it on our website so that other people yes. can find out about it as well. Um, a little bit closer to us on Saturday is the Chester Makers Market at the Carriage Shed. Amazing event. Always a good event. And there's always good rums there as well. It's always so busy. It is, but it's right by the station, isn't it? So you yeah. do get a lot of traffic. But it's nice because you can pop down on the train if you're not local. And it's a few steps walk away. And if you are local, why not use it as a jumping off point to head off somewhere afterwards? But it's such a good... There are so many foodie yes. traders there. But as a maker's market should be, mm. there's so many amazing crafts. Like, oh, yeah. I love it for all the little gifts. Oh my God, I got the most beautiful necklace from the maker's market in Chester. I'm obsessed with hummingbirds and they actually made me one up specially. Aww. It was amazing. So it's such a good market. Really lovely local people. It's really good fun. And then if you want more of a, but from a maker's market, it's lots of crafts and things. If you want more of a farmer's style market, Abby Lee's Community Farmer's Market's on the Sunday. Amazing. So I love Abby Lee's. 
it's the proper traditional farmer's market. You know, you're going to get some amazing eggs and you're going to get some yeah, that's what asparagus. I think chickens. Like, yeah, I do think they're chickens, but in a good way. Yeah, so really pleased that they're back on Sunday. They, they, they are the first Sunday of every month as well. So and you have to dress in wellies and top ha- and hats just to like... Tweedy coats. Yeah, and, like yeah. it is proper farmers and that's what farmers do. Like, Take a basket with you, don't take any plastic bags. Please. Yeah, we don't, we don't encourage those. No. Sustainable, sustainable, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Indeed. So loads of good markets, loads of Jubilee events. I mean, how much of a party do you want to have? I mean, we've got a lot to celebrate. True, true. If you were with a family, um, the White Horse are doing their min- have got their mini makery coming back. Oh, lovely! It's so cute. So they do all these lovely arts and crafts with the kids, and they're doing a jubilee special. Nice. Um, but I know you don't have kids, so just for you, Big Liz's seventieth birthday party at Common Hall Social. Amazing. So I think that's just going to be very beery, beery and Bavarian street food and. I love that outdoor area. But also, as good as they're known for like a good stein and great booze, their wine is impeccable. Oh my God, that Sauvignon we had the other day was so nice. So nice. And if you ever doubt at Common Hall Mm. what to drink, ask a bartender. That's what I was going to say. How good was the surface at the bar? I know it wasn't particularly busy when we went in, but the, the time he took to talk to you about the wine was really lovely. And he was very funny as well. Which always helps, mm. but that's what bars should be. Yeah. It's about the experience. It's not about getting drunk. It's mm. about going in. Like us, connoisseurs. Connoisseurs. Um, <laughs> I say booze because we like a variety of different I things. think you say connoisseur, I say booze hound. But Fair. yeah. But I'm, I'm happy to go to a bar and say, what would you recommend? Mm. Whether it be a cocktail, whether it be a wine. Like, give them a little bit of steering because... They're not miracle workers. Oh, yeah. It's always... Like, we're very lucky in Chester. Absolutely. Speaking of booze hounds, come on, drink up. It's time to try the sulphur with something else. So we've established that ginger ale is a definite win. Yes. I feel like a slice of lime would have been ideal in that. Maybe some ice, but... Maybe some ice. Well, yes, unfortunately, in the office, there's no freezer, so... We are stuck <laughs> with slightly warmer drinks. There's also no measure. So <laughs> no, oops. there's no measure, but that's fine because we're not, you know, we're so not driving. I'm going to go, I would say health conscious, but there's probably more sugar in this than there is in anything else. I'm thinking apple juice. Apple juice. Wow. So this used to be a big drink of mine, you know. I was absolutely juice. obsessed with rum and a cloudy apple juice. And there is a gorgeous um, local producer, Ollie's Orchard. They make a fabulous cloudy apple juice. They do. Their lemonade is incredible as well. They're always at Abbey Lee's and at Road Hall as well, by the way. Mm. Good place to find them. But yeah, rum and apple juice is not something that a lot of people think of. But actually, if you think apple juice and ginger, these are good kind of all... I know a bit out of season, but autumnal flavours. I'm smelling the nutmeg more now. Ooh, lovely. Ooh. Oh, it's naughty. It's like a depth of flavour. Yeah. Oh, I could drink too much of that too fast. That's because we've gone for a particularly flat apple juice. True. I wonder if you could almost do a little bit of apple, a little bit of rum, a lot of rum, and then some soda water or something just to give a little bit of... Or go for a sparkling apple juice itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a lot of this at Christmas, didn't we? The rum and apple juice combination is quite like a mulled rum type idea that has apple yeah. juice in it. 
so that is a good combination but yeah a good local apple juice and cheshire and north wales have a lot of good apple growing areas i mean we were very fortunate this last week to visit harden farm estates oh my god the harden estate experience is amazing i could not believe i must have been to that farm shop a hundred times and it's a stunning farm shop it's so good but did you have any idea how much land there is there how many opportunities to do things there are there there's a castle i mean there are there's a there's a castle i mean (laughs) what do you say there's a castle there that you can walk up to i mean it's not open every day to walk up there but you can walk up yeah and this gorgeous manor house and we met um some lovely people who actually live in that amazing manor. yeah so we were very fortunate we were invited to the camp good life experience so it's a series of events that they're doing um following on from the good life which was a festival that they held there and um, that they sort of extended into a series of events which sounds way more exciting if I'm honest. Yeah through the summer they're doing mini festivals over weekends yeah. and they're all held within the walled garden which we did visit. Yeah. And the reason you mentioned the walled garden and I know it is because that's where they grow all the apples. It is. Yes. So yeah they're doing them within the walled garden which is amazing. They also have bell tents that you can um hire through the summer so through august you can stay on site and when we say bell tents it's like extreme glamping i was gonna say it's like the possibly the nicest bell tent i've ever seen oh my god it had a double bed in it tall people you might struggle to stand but you might just have to lie on the bed instead watching and by the way did you notice the wood-fired sauna and the wood-fired hot tub i mean i was too busy paying attention to the little trunk at the bottom of the bed that was stamped with the good life initials well you love those details you love the details also the nicest toilets and shower block i think i've ever seen and like little chickens running around everywhere the freshest of eggs oh my god so you can get those in the farm shop and i was so lucky because i was talking to xanth gladstone who's a fantastic chef by the way amazing and she was saying that they literally pick the eggs up and they take them to the farm shop and i was saying that i loved fresh eggs and she just handed me a box of eggs i mean what an angel what she can do with asparagus oh like one of my favourite things, I obviously moved to the right county. Yes. Yeah. But like a tiny bit of crumb fresh, some some breadcrumbs and a little bit of seasoning. Like it should not taste that good. It was beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. And if you, if anybody's listening is interested, you can see Sant's meal that she made for us on our TikTok at the moment. We are at Taste Cheshire on TikTok. We are. Yeah. And Brian is very embarrassed when I bring this up because her face is on there a lot. But that's <laughs> because I'm usually filming. <laughs> Joys. Sorry guys, I can only apologise. I try and smile. There's a lot of smile and wave, boys. <laughs> smile and wave. So yeah, so we were very blessed. I mean, gorgeous meal, all made over an open fire. Yeah. Amazing. All freshly prepared, so there was a lot of salads, wasn't there? That was just Oh yeah, but everything they grew on site, the nasturtium yeah, flowers, the tomatoes, everything grown on site. You, know, you could literally see where everything came from. Uh, just a beautiful meal so we were very lucky to visit Harden Estate and we do recommend that you have a look at their events the Good Life Experience Good Life Society and a number of other things they've got going on and if nothing else pop to the farm shop because they do almond croissants the size of your face just give yourself plenty of time because you will spend hours picking up absolutely everything in the farm shop and needing to buy it (laughs) and wandering around in circles and then have to have some cafe time 
And then if you can get around the estate, then no, no, but it's a bonus. It'll burn off some of the calories, so yeah, it's a good no, walk. Good oh, idea. You walk down to the lake. That was gorgeous. That too. was gorgeous. Yeah. And you know, part of Camp Good Life, you can actually swim in that lake. I mean, I think I'd need a full body wetsuit. <laughs> what if it was a lovely sunny day? We I'm might. J- I just don't think I've got it in me for wild swimming. Well, I think it's worth a go. Wild camping, maybe. Maybe if I'd had a couple of sulphur drums before I got in. Yeah, that might yeah, help. That might help keep you warm. I Saying that, we had some brilliant wines when we were last there, so. Mm. Definitely, and I know that they're advised on their wines by the guy who owns Covino. Oh! Yeah, I love that place. The food is incredible. So, we have got sidetracked, but we have been out and about a lot this weekend, this week and this weekend, and... Yeah, there are a lot of plans at the moment. Well, there are some exciting things happening. I know, but, like, it's so great to see you back. Upstairs at the grill. Yes, but just, I was meaning generally, like, hospitality. Oh, okay. Upstairs, yes, upstairs at the grill. We're so excited. (laughs) So... If you've been to Chester before, you may have come across upstairs the grill. The most incredible food. Yes. I I mean, I think we always rave about the haggis fritters, but if you're talking steaks, if you're talking about a proper steak. And the red wine. And the red wine. Sorry, you can barely talk. I'm too easy dribbling. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but that is the place for food. And they've done a complete revamp. It looks so fresh. Like, I'm expecting to walk in now and get, like... A steak and a salad instead of like the dirty haggis fritters and the <laughs> no. amazing fries and no, that no, bone no. marrow I, mash. Oh, the bone marrow mash. But is it been because there are lots of places that have taken advantage of the lockdown time, yeah. haven't they? And this is definitely one of them. They've built an entirely new terrace that they didn't have before. Yeah. They've completely changed the inside. I mean, I can't wait to see what they've done. I mean, it was always such an intimate venue. Mm. Like, it was great for date night. It was great for celebration. I still think great for date night. I mean, and I saw someone on their Facebook today asking if they could book for Christmas already. I'm not surprised. No, I think it's been massively missed. And we are lucky enough to be going for lunch this week. Well, it's one of those that's always had... Uh, there's a lot of places in Chester that have more tables than you actually think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. upstairs at the grill, like, it's quite small yeah like i know they've added some extra space so it's going to be well there's more covers now we've got more of a chance of getting in but they also won best small restaurant at the taste cheshire awards i think six times i couldn't count i I know so many and i i you know it's fully well deserved every time and you can tell they've taken their time with staff training getting back to exactly what they do that's so brilliant but in an in a slightly new and improved version in terms they of the focus venue. on the details they do they are amazing even their suits are bespoke i saw that <laughs> yeah mm. so i can't wait to try that one out we're also trying other new venues this week and we've got some new members for taste cheshire but i don't want you to talk about them now okay don't do it because otherwise we'll never make another podcast because we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. So let's try and, you know, focus on right now rather than what's coming up. And um, some news this week. i got some news for you. Uh, Wrexham Lager, our friends just over the border, we've been talking about Harden, which is yeah. 20 minutes from here. Wrexham is obviously not even 20 minutes from here. And they won this week Best Beer in the UK. Oh! I know. In an international competition held in Germany, Wrexham Lager, best beer in the UK. And I'm sure that Ryan Reynolds had a hand in it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> that, guy, that guy is ruling the world. I know. Like, I think he could manipulate you to do all sorts. Like, I mean, he could manipulate you to do all sorts. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's gorgeous. So how well, many rooms have you had, Bridie Wilson? <laughs> but yeah, so it's exciting for them and absolutely fantastic. They brought back an ancient recipe and, and, and they've made it modern and that's brilliant. But I do think it's time for the Cheshire producers to step up. So I'm issuing a challenge because best beer in the UK should belong in Cheshire, surely. We're all right, just over the border. But yeah, challenge away. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, I'm going to nominate Wheatwood to 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 step into the fray. And they have some good spirits as well. as They have some good beers already. Good beers, good spirits. So, you know, Wheatwood, come on, step up. I want to know what this judging criteria is. (laughs) Well, you'd have to speak German. Do you speak German, Bryony? I did it till GCSE. I've got a C. (laughs) I don't think that's going to cut. That was a long time ago, though, so... (laughs) Maybe you should just stick to eating uh, (laughs) German sausage in Common Hall Social on the street. Yeah, a bit of that. That's the way to do it. Bring back the Oktoberfest. I can do that level of um, German. (laughs) Well, I am a big fan of beer, um, usually when drunk by other people, but generally... (laughs) (laughs) I support the concept. I support the concept of beer, especially local beer. And there is actually a beer festival heart happening this weekend as part of Cheshire Fest. Nice. Have you heard of Cheshire Fest? I have. I was in an event this weekend, actually, and a lot of people were talking about it. Oh, so I good. smiled and nodded, and I talked about it like I should know exactly what was happening, but I didn't know there was going to be a beer festival. Yeah, that's part of it. It's part of it. It's all happening at the Lamming Shed in Nutsford. Amazing is venue. Incredible place. Talking about great places to shop for There's sausage rolls. Go to the cafe. Have one. Okay. Deal. But other than that... Sorry. <laughs> there's also music happening. Ooh. There's... Uh, lots of family-friendly activities going on. I mean, it's pretty much a whole... Well, it's a festival, but it brings together all the things we've been talking about. Food and drink and fun times, celebrating the Jubilee, celebrating the long weekend, and just really enjoying ourselves as, as people from Cheshire. Amazing! Yeah, really looking forward to that. If you're not a drinker, though, do have a suggestion. Um... I know, I know. It's not for you, really, but topsy-turvy tea party at Tatton Park. What does that mean? I don't know, it's got a lot of teas in it. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, Alice in Wonderland themed. There's a whole... I mean, who doesn't love Alice in Wonderland? And we are home to the Cheshire Cat, of course. We are. So I think that magical moment has actually brought me to the end of my list of amazing things that's happening this weekend. But I know there's a huge amount more. I mean, there's only so much we can talk about. That's true, and um, we do have to go and get ready for something. We do. We do. But I think we need a drink for the road. Okay, so, oh no, you're going to make me try it with a <laughs> vanilla Coke. It's the best thing. So, typically, guys, I drink the dark Salford rum, and I love it with vanilla Coke. It's my favourite thing in the world. So, okay. I'm going to make Tori try it with the original, the spiced rum. The thing is, see what she I makes. guess I'm just worried it's going to be too sweet. You know, I'm not really a sweet tooth. But, I know I said I love cake, but, you know, other than the cake generally, it's... vanilla Coke isn't as sweet as you think it is. I suppose it's that's creamy. True. So, I think it's just going to bring... Oh, look at the little bubbles. I guess this is interesting because on the Salford website, which I definitely did have a look at before we had this conversation... Um, I noticed that they recommend that you try this in like a root beer float. <gasps> root beer! Root beer! So I thought the creaminess of this might mimic that. Right, well, cheers. Cheers to you and your vanilla coat. It has a completely different flavour profile. Well, that's so different. Like, Coke doesn't do it justice. But this is, this is, re- I'm, I'm quite, yeah. 
No, it's, it's good. It's so smooth. I would never have done that myself, but it definitely is a good pairing. The vanilla, it mellows out that maple. That is... That's it tastes like glass. almost caramelly now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it tastes less like biscuits. And I hate to admit you're right, Bryony, because it upsets me to do so. I know it does. But I... Okay, I'm converted. Well, we better get ourselves ready, because we've got some exciting places to be. We do, we do. We are heading off. I mean, it's not very far. No, we're really lucky. We can probably just roll... I mean, after this rum <laughs> I might roll down the building. But we are heading off to the Henry Potts. So Henry Potts is actually a, a real f- historical figure that they've named the pub after. For those of you who don't know, it, what used to be the Fat Cat in Chester and Watergate It's also been many other menuns. Big um, Hand Brewery, Mockingbird. Mockingbird it was yeah. Linen Hall for a little while. Oh, I've forgotten that. Yeah. Um, so they have. it has been reopened. Well, it's reopening this week. But we've had a little sneaky peek. Yes, I had a sneaky peek. Mostly because I'm super duper nosy and couldn't help but stick my head in as I walked past it. Um, it looks gorgeous. It does. It's the same people who have the hair at Farndon. They do. And the swan at Marbury. Yes, and the black bear. And the black bear of Switchurch, I think. I think so. Yeah, so it has quite an impressive pedigree when it comes to pubs. Yeah. Because it is the guy who is behind Brenning and Price, Mr. Brenning himself. It is. And his new company, Pubs Limited, and they have these now four venues. So it is very much a locals pub, and we've been told to expect good food. We're very excited because a lot of the team, we maybe we've spent a little bit too long in hospitality, but we happen to recognise from yes. one place or another. Yeah, yeah, the deputy so, managers come from the Cocker Barton. Yes. Great venue. Um, so we, we are really looking forward to trying it out. So we'll let you know how we get on. Yeah, we'll report back. But yeah, because apparently we're back doing a podcast. Well, it was time. It was time. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You're going to hear more from us. That's okay, though, because if they get really bored of our voices, they can always go to tastechester.com and look up some of the things that we've been talking about. Yeah, all of the stuff we're talking about is on there anyway. All the events, the markets, the parties, the products that we talk about, they're all on our website. And we put that together just for you guys. And we put deals on there, we put offers on there. We do all sorts just to give you the best access to Cheshire products and places and food and drink that you could ever want, really. But if you have enjoyed this, then maybe we'll drop some subtle hints throughout the week of what we're going to be enjoying next time we record mm. and you could join in with us we'll follow us on our social media yeah and then you can have a drink while we have a drink and talk your way through that would be great so we're hoping next week to enjoy a gin perhaps perhaps but also we can do a little roundup of our visit to upstairs at the grill henry Potts, and all the other things we've been up to oh my god we haven't even talked about Bolsworth this week We'll fill them in next time. We'll fill them in next time. Little, little taster. So if you enjoyed what you've been listening to, so you can buy us a rum or you could buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash tcpod. That's ko-fi.com forward slash tcpod. Just buy us a coffee and say thank you. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook as Taste Cheshire. We are on Twitter as Taste Cheshire and we're on Instagram as taste.cheshire. And now we are also on TikTok as Days Cheshire, and we will inevitably embarrass ourselves on that forum. As that's, I think that's really the purpose of it. 
I mean, I think I have to embarrass myself while you film me. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. But yeah, come back and join us next week for another TC pod. The Taste Cheshire podcast. And follow us on our website, tastecheshire.com. Thanks for listening. Delicious.